0: Hey there everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Home Class Movie Chat. We are so excited for you to be here today. Hey,
1: What? What about the intro music?
0: (gasps) I forgot about that. Here comes the music.
1: everybody welcome back to the latest episode of the home class movie chat we are your hosts movie fanatics cat and paul and we are excited this week to bring you
0: the 2011 movie priest with all bettany yeah
1: and now, carl urban, urban yeah Palmer.
0: now anyone that doesn't know everyone's sitting there going who the hell is carl urban carl urban is the new dr mccoy in the star trek movies
1: yeah we're going to get to that
0: Yeah. Um, But
1: but did you know that Gerard Butler and Stephen Strait were originally cast for this movie?
0: No, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that would have actually worked.
1: Yeah. Yeah, probably. It would have have worked. Um, Although Gerard Butler would not have worked as the priest. Paul Bettany was actually solid for that. Yeah,
0: he was definitely good. Now, this movie hasn't had a very good review on Rotten Tomato only 15% rotten tomato and 46% audience score which basically is saying that it's a crap movie. I it actually really didn't think it was that bad. It really wasn't. I I liked this movie. It had a solid storyline to it. They were saying that it's very derivative and just was filled with special effects and it was a very you know, so some ho ho hum sort of movie. I really enjoyed this movie from the first time that I saw this in funny enough 2011 or 2012, what are those? Um I really, really enjoyed this movie because it gave you a different aspect of what they were trying to encompass with this movie. A lot of people see, and it is—it's a vampire movie. A lot of people sit there and go, "Oh, vampires! We're doing that thing again." But these vampires are not the suave, sophisticated, dressed-up vampires, or the—you know—they—they talk to you. These are not the vampires that are in, um, you know, *Fright Night*. These are not your traditional vampires. These—these vampires are basically beasts yeah they're sightless beasts they don't have eyes they just have got the the mouth which has got fangs and everything but they are just they just they're they're basically like um like bears almost but without eyes they just enormously and that they're they're this you know what they
1: remind me a bit of are those creatures in that quiet movie
0: oh yes yes the quiet quiet place place, i think it's called yeah um yeah but they're, they're just they're just very um they're very aggressive uh, which we'll get to, but yeah, it really is, it's a different sort of take in this movie. So look, before we get started on this podcast, remember we are at all platforms, Uh, obviously Spotify, what are we on? Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google iTunes, podcasts. you name it. So if you want to give us a rate and review, that would be awesome. That gives us a little bit higher up in the search engines of podcasts. Also, if you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us at hello at homeclassmoviechat.com where you can leave a review Say hi. Ask us questions. If there are movies that you'd like us to do, please reach out to us because we love, you know, anybody. We love hearing
1: from you. It makes us feel special. Yeah.
0: So if you want to do, if we want to have like a um, a listener movie, please reach out to us and ask us to do a movie. We'd love to do that. That would be awesome. We're happy to take suggestions. Exactly. But before we get started on this podcast, we need to listen to the trailer. So sit back and relax because here is the trailer to Priest.
1: Don't scream.
2: The citizens have complete faith in the church's ability to keep them safe. You will not shake that faith. What good is that faith when it's a lie? If you take any action to leave the cities, you will be stripped from the order and excommunicated immediately. So- His sacred vow. You will find him dead or alive. They've bred a new army. You're too late, priest. This is their hand now. about priests wield the hand of
0: God. You have no idea what's coming, Priest. Once again a really solid trailer. I like those trailers that that really give you the whole idea of like this is what it's gonna be like and it sucks you in. And this is why this movie sucked me in because the trailer was like hey this is a good movie. You've got to watch this and like Yep, I'll do it. I'll watch it. Regardless of whatever anyone says on Rotten Tomato or the audience score, I really do genuinely like this movie. I think I'll watch this movie at least once, maybe twice a year. It is that good. And it's not, as we have said before in the last episode, you know, there, you know, there are some movies that we watch so you guys don't have to. You're not going to be disappointed oh, again. Other than Birdemic, we won't <laughs> ask anyone to watch Birdemic. We please through don't. That. You'll
1: you'll just you'll never get that part of your life yeah. back, and you'll regret it forever.
0: We suffered through, <laughs> we suffered through Birdemic, so you, dear listener, don't have to. So, yep. just remember that we love you enough that we actually went through Birdemic. That,
1: that 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 we'll suffer through it, so you don't have to.
0: Yeah, but this movie you would actually enjoy if you got a chance to watch it. So, you know, please, if you if you are intrigued by this movie, then definitely go ahead and watch this movie so the movie opens up in solar mirror hive now we're always under the assumption that that vampires live in obviously they've integrated into society they live in coffins that's all they sleep during the day they come out at night that's fine
1: you can't tell who they are until they're attacking you
0: exactly these vampires actually live in a hive like a beehive and this is where we find this guy and will we name or we just know him to start off with is priest and There's another person by the name of Priestess, and there is also a third one by the name of Black Hat, which is interesting because we never actually find out his name is Black Hat, he just wears a black hat, and it happens to be Carl Urban that's his character. And they're hunting vampires. Well, we assume they're well, hunting,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. We, we never really assure we don't even really well, don't know. It...
1: What... Doesn't it start with the dream that he's having?
0: No, no, oh. no. This is this is the actual... well, yeah, this is essentially the dream he's having yeah so right it's,
1: it's it's a, it's a memory
0: it's a memory that he's having and he's having a memory of hunting vampires with the uh, with the two other priests now everyone sits there and goes oh okay so what's a priest well we are going to play a little bit of a, an animated uh, story that gives the background about men versing vampires after what i've just what i'm talking to about so we find out that they're caught in a trap and black hat is actually captured by vampires and then this leads us into the actual animated animated scene of what is going on between man and vampire so sit back and relax because this is the opening and i'm going to play it all the way through this scene that actually tells you exactly what are priests
2: this is what is known there has always been man And there have always been vampires. Since the beginning, the two have been locked in conflict. The vampires were quicker, stronger. But man had the sun. It was not enough. (laughs) And so it went like this over many years. The two races destroying not only each other, but the world itself. Facing extinction, mankind withdrew behind walled cities under the protection of the church. And then the ultimate weapon was found. The priests. Warriors with extraordinary powers trained by the church in the art of vampire combat. They alone the tide for man the remaining vampires were placed on reservations and fearing the power of the weapon they created the ruling clergy ordered the priests disbanded the former warriors to be integrated back into a society that no longer needed them and as the years passed the few surviving priests faded into obscurity, like the vampire menace before them.
0: I think that animation is really, really smart.
1: I th- I really liked it. I found it informative. It yeah. moved, the, you know, and it saved them, you know, probably twenty minutes of movie. Yeah. But what's interesting is that it was actually an animated. The animated opening, rather, was a compromised solution since the studio had no interest in going over budget for a live-action version of the centuries-long battle of humans against vampires. So the scene was done by animation, which was actually much cheaper to do.
0: And it was more effective.
1: Yeah, I, and, and it 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 got through in two and a half minutes what would have taken 20 on film.
0: Yeah, because we all, all remember the movie of Dracula when um you've got, uh, it was the one with Winona Ryder. And you see that he's going off to battle and we have to go through the entire battle scene of what he was going through on the, on the, on yeah. the, the field, actually killing people. So this animation gives you the, this is the man, this is man, this is vampires. This is why they're destroying each other. This is when they were defeated. They went through this and now they're the priests are no longer needed. So that's it. It yep. just speeds through, as you said, and it really, the, the animation is, is wonderful. He I love really the well animation done. of yeah. I really love the animation of this movie, so I thoroughly enjoyed that part of the movie. And then we officially open up into the movie Priest, where we find that Owen Pace, he lives on a farm in the wasteland with his wife Shannon and his daughter Lucy, and the land is absolutely arid. I mean, there's just no hope. Think, t- think the
1: beginning of Star Wars and Tatooine and Luke Skywalker.
0: Yeah, basically, we're looking at Scott. <laughs> we're looking at lucy as like luke skywalker and we've got owen which is funny enough owen owen Pace. so it really is owen so oh uncle, yeah i didn't uncle,
1: think about that
0: i'm called yeah, owen now
1: owen I, was her father right
0: as lucy's uh yeah. lucy's well okay we find out something about lucy and her father but well, we're, yeah, gonna, we're not gonna get we're gonna get that, there but... um but the, she lives on the farm with with owen pace his wife shannon and daughter lucy and of course as i said they're trying to he's, he's hoping that the radiation levels will soon be low enough so they can plant some crops and of course lucy comes back and she's been in supposedly um at church all day but somehow i don't think so considering that she's got a button a couple of buttons undone on her blouse well
1: did you notice that they kept being open closed open closed depending on where what shot she was in
0: yeah i saw that yeah. there was the editing that was a bit of a problem there unfortunately so they're uh They're basically sheltered way out of, way in the wastelands. I don't know why, because we all heard from the animation that the the remaining people were actually put behind walled cities to try and protect them from vampire attacks. But of course, because there's been no vampire attacks, everything's fine. Or so we We think. think. Because during dinner, they're starting to have dinner and you can see that there's, things are starting to rumble. And you just know immediately that Owen looks. It honestly
1: reminded me of when the T-Rex was coming.
0: Yeah, it was like Jurassic that. Park. Because, you know, things start to, you can hear this rumbling. Things are starting to fall off the wall. Stuff. And this is where Owen goes to the window and looks. And there is, we can only assume, there's these creatures running towards the, the homestead. And this is where Shannon manages to push the table out of the way and puts Lucy into a trap door. And Owen's got a shotgun, and as and I think this is one of the very very creepy things that they say. Shannon looks at Lucy and says, "Whatever you hear, don't Don't scream." scream. And so Lucy is in the in the uh, cellar, and you it's almost like a stampede of frigging uh horses running through the place and there's just there's gunshots there's screaming shannon screams this blood curdling scream there's just there's this roar of of you don't know what the hell this is these creatures that are roaring and then suddenly it all goes silent and then you see that with lucy where lucy is the, the trap door opens and then you see a hat coming into view like a shadow of a person wearing a hat Mm-hmm. And this is where Lucy screams and we don't know what the hell's going on. We just know something really, really horrible has happened in this scene. So we now go we now transition over to a a city called Cathedral City.
1: Now, before we get on to to leave that, I yeah. wanted to point out that Stephen Moyer, who plays Owen Pace, yes, did this film between seasons of playing a vampire on True Blood. Oh, really? Yeah. In fact, this movie is a bit of a who's who of vampire stars. So obviously, Stephen Moyer played Bill Compton in True Blood. Yeah. Cam Gigandit played James in the Twilight franchise. Yeah. And Christopher Plummer played Abraham Van Helsing in the 2000 um,
0: movie Dracula. Yes, he was, didn't he?
1: yeah he did oh and i also thought it was kind of fun that both christopher Plummer and carl urban have both appeared in
0: star trek films see this is why you come here to the home class movie chat. you need you get good solid information about movies yep you know this is good stuff all right so
1: i've got like so while we're talking behind the scenes did you know christopher Plummer was in star trek
0: no yeah he was in star
1: Star trek for the undiscovered country
0: See, I haven't seen those movies in the longest time, so I couldn't tell you which one he was or where Oh, he I totally
1: could. <laughs> I know you could. I'm an you, idiot savant for this you, stuff.
0: You're great with uh, Star Trek, but no. But
1: DeForest Kelly's last appearance uh, was in Star um, Star Trek Six: The Undiscovered Country, and Carl Urban took over the role of McCoy in the new Star Trek 2009 and its sequels. Uh-huh. Now, Christa- Christopher Plummer who played Monsignor Orlos, and Stephen Moyer, who played Owen Pace, have both played, but get this, I thought this one was rather interesting. They've both played George Von Trapp in the sound. So Christopher Plummer in the 1965 film, uh, The Sound of Music with Julie Andrews. Yep. And Stephen Moyer played him in The Sound of Music Live in
0: 2013. Oh,
1: and this one I thought was kind of fun. So I, I when when the movie started, I was like, I know Paul Bettany, who I'm like, I know this face. Where do I know this guy from? And his most famous role, most likely, is uh, Vision from the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Okay. But it's also his fourth time playing a religious character. He played the monk Silas in The Da Vinci Code and did a brilliant job as the albino monk. He played Archangel Michael in Legion and in a priest in the movie, the reckoning from 2002.
0: Yeah. I've only seen a priest in this movie and anyone in in Australia that's ever watched neighbors. If you want to know, uh, we've got a neighbors person that came up on the movie. Alan Dale actually was in this, the uh, in priest as one of the Monsignors.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. So if anyone um, remembers Alan Dale, I think he was, uh, mr ramsey or something in um in uh yeah in neighbors but yeah everyone neighbors people tend to pop up all over the place but he's one of of
1: those shows that just everybody you know it's like um a a lot of the soap operas in america that everybody you know so many actors have been on at least one or like law and order where everybody who's anybody has been on you know the the short list is who has not been on one of the law and order shows yeah
0: exactly um so we see that we're in this a futuristic city called Cathedral City. And, of course, the church is making sure that everyone is safe from any possible vampire attacks. And, of course, you see messages from Monsignor Aurelius uh a broadcast of the public as as, the, as priest walks through the crowd. And, of course, he goes to confession, but the advice is a recording. And I think to myself, so do you have to go to confession? Because people are lined up like you, you've you got like guards Almost yeah. like, you know, making sure that you have to go to confession. It's like really weird. Um, so on the way home, um, you know, he, he's going home and he's, he's you know, his uh, his home is, you know, the priest's home is very, very um, minimalist. And I, and I guess that's probably what it would be. Well, it be.
1: makes sense because a monk's cell would be very plain.
0: Yeah. So when priest goes home and he's just standing there, he, he you know, because he's still trained and he's got the heightened sense of, of what's going on. He spins around and he actually sees Hicks who happens to be um, a um, sheriff of some, some, where, where was he? At? Jericho. Jericho. Thank you. He was a priest. He was a, a sheriff of Jericho. And he tells the priest that his brother Owen was attacked. So he goes to, and, and he goes on to say that he's going after the vampires and asks priests to help him. And of course, Priest goes, yeah, well, I'm not allowed to do that right now, but I'm going to go to the church and ask to see if I can go. And so Aurelius doesn't believe it was a, it was vampires at all. And he says, listen, there hasn't been a vampire attack in so long. And if you go, you're going to be just stirring up trouble. So, you know, no, no. you are not going to go and do anything. You are going to, and he says, remember your vows, father, you know, to go, against, go against the church, the church is to, go to go against, against God. God. So do not go on your own free will. And he's like, but and he's like, no, no buts, you're not going. Like, okay. All right. And of course, you know, and as as I said, you know, the priest he's he's told by the to the priest not to question the church's faith, because it's like, no, we've kept these people Which safe. Which is how
1: the church has been controlling people for centuries.
0: Very much so. Um, vampires don't exist. You guys eradicated them. There's been no vamp attack. There's no there's no trouble. And it's almost like you almost want the, the priest to say to Uh, monsignor aurelius well hang on a minute you're in a walled city how the hell do you know what's going on out there like you don't venture outside the city you're inside this catheter you're inside this huge walled city nothing can penetrate in here that the priests are still living in here we can still be called up at any time so how do you know there's not vampires out there well you got no idea but of course he can't he can't go can't say that because
1: it. that's going against the church.
0: Yeah. So he does go and it's, it's almost like he it goes to a bar to have a drink. And one of the Monsignors goes to is sitting next to him in this sort of like bar and says, Listen, you know, you you are not allowed to break your vow. Remember. And he's like, well, no, I need to go to to find out what's going on. And I want to go and protect them. And it, he's like, listen, if you do happen to um, you know, if you do happen to go down this path you will be excommunicated and you can be thrown out of the city and he's like well it doesn't matter i'm i have to go of course this is where the monsignor goes oh god damn it i knew you were going to do this so suddenly you got these six guards arrived to almost basically arrest him to keep him inside the city of course this is where um priest uses all of his skills that he's and got and this is
1: why you see he was the chief vampire hunter
0: eliminator. yeah because he goes through these guys like a hot knife through butter, and
1: it's like seriously, he took out how many vamps? And you think he, that six guys are gonna? I know, through
0: this? no chance in hell. He's decimated the six guys in the bar. And as he walks out, the other, the other Monsignor sitting there going, oh, "God help us! Here we go. It's going to happen. He's going to do this." Because he does say that you know, if you if you, you know, stir up trouble out there, um, this may actually come back and bite us in the ass. But you know, Priest is going, so Priest breaks his vow. And we then transition over to a train. This train is amazing. It is just, it's like a bullet train that's covered in like steel reinforcing. Although there's no windows, no doors, no nothing. And we find that Lucy is actually imprisoned on the train and Black Hat is a captor. And I love it how she's in this cage. And there's this this guy, he looks like almost like a half zombie. Yeah. It's against the cage and he's like, you know, come on, just go. go oh, give us a kiss. Give us a kiss. And Black Hat comes in and grabs him and throws him backwards quite a distance. And I love it how how Lucy says, please, please let me out of here. And he said, you're in there for your own protection. Because if I left you out, they would rip you apart. Yeah. And you think, oh, he's being nice. No. No. He's not. He's
1: just saving her.
0: He's saving her because he, and of course, I love it how. She looks at, at uh, this guy and says, "My my uncle is a priest. He'll come and rescue me." Oh, and I'm lo- counting on it. Yeah, and I love that how he looks at her, and you can see the red eyes, you can see the things. and he's got. I'm and he's like, "I'm counting on it." It's like, yeah. oh, that is awesome. So, priest jumps and uh, and
1: and there and he and he always stands with the hat down, so you can't. You can only partially see his face. Yeah, because they're trying to hide the fact that you know it's going to be Carl Urban.
0: Yeah. But they kind of fail. That that scene is like is half in shadow, isn't he?
1: Yeah. But but you know it's like that's who he is, and that he's the guy from the dream that the vampires got.
0: Yeah. But we didn't know what actually happened to him, but we obviously now know. Yeah. And he'll actually tell us a little bit further about what happened. So Priest goes and arms himself and hops on a very futuristic motorcycle to travel into the wasteland. This motorcycle is friggin' cool. I mean, it is like a jet engine with wheels.
1: Okay. Can I talk a little bit about the bikes? Hell yeah. Okay. So there were two companies responsible for building the bikes, Mm -hmm. Cinema Vehicle Services and Ghostlight Industries, and they started with the Suzuki Gladius. The builders took the initial artist sketches and made adjustments that would allow them to create fully functioning, usable vehicles for the set of the film. The most striking thing about the concept bikes, apart from the huge turbines at the front, are their extended length and the low ride height, which both pose significant challenges. Alloy swing arms were fitted to the rear of the bikes with a strengthened suspension setup similar to that used for sidecars. The front wheels were also extended out from the bikes using completely custom-designed front ends. The low stance was then achieved by building custom fuel tanks that could be relocated to beneath the seat in the extra space created by the massively extended swing arm. Once the builders were satisfied that the chassis of the motorcycles were visually correct and safe to ride, work began on the body. Using foam and wood, the extreme styling from the concept sketches was shaped over the heavily modified gladius. Casts were then taken and fiberglass panels were produced for each of the six motorcycles built for the film. The final touches included paint, age effects, and the weapons were then added by the production art department before filming began. All the motorcycles produced for the film um, were around, they took around six weeks to produce. The priority of all the work done on the Suzuki's was that their functionality and one builder was quoted as saying confidently that the motorcycles could be road registered and ridden daily. In fact, some of the motorcycles still remain after the filming ended and are fully functional.
0: Really? Yep, because these motorcycles are a beast i mean he the priest is riding into the wasteland and at one stage he hits the nitrous and this thing goes from 150 miles an hour to like 350 miles an hour this thing just flies through the wasteland yeah i mean it is just beautiful to watch i mean this is just incredible
1: now going back to the fact that um the girl that's been kidnapped her name is lucy yeah this is a throwback and an homage to the dracula of brahm stoker where there is also the character of it lucy is. who is an engaged redheaded girl in need of saving he's she's the one that dracula is in love with
0: right N- yes
1: as her name was lucy
0: yeah because she was the first one yeah 'Cause it was yeah, because um when I writer's character was Mia. Yeah. And the other and the first girl that was attacked was Lucy. Yeah. Yeah, that was that's actually a good uh, little twist there. I like that yeah. one. Yep. Um so of course so we we see that um you know priest goes into the wasteland and he visits his brother's place and he meets up with the the sheriff because when he goes into the wasteland he stops at his brother's house and he's you know you think maybe he is looting the place and he's not really he's just checking to see where thing you know what's happening of course we see that hicks comes up and goes you know looting's not allowed in this in this part of the of the wasteland and we see that it's you know the priest stands up and he's like oh you're here it's you, it's you. fantastic you're gonna to hear to help me um but i love it how he starts tracking what's going on and he see he says well you know these all these all you know patterns are random except there's a there's two, like, there's there's a person Well, usually
1: walking. vamp tracks are really random, but he finds yeah. really specific
0: Yeah, like someone tracks. is walking, and, and of course, this is where he goes, oh, well, you know, it's probably one of their, one of their familiars. And like our priest goes, yeah. yeah, they don't bring familiars along on a, on a hunt because it slows them down. So it's like, oh, okay, so, and when they find that it's gone, they're going west. So I was like, okay, so I guess we're going to be going west. But they go to see Owen, and I like it how priests, is asked to rescue Lucy, obviously by Owen, and to basically to kill all the vampires. It's like, well, yeah, duh. If I've got to go and hunt these vampires, a good chance going to be gonna killing We're going to kill the of vampires. Them. Of course, now Monsignor Aurelius has gone and has started to reassemble all the the priests and sends them out after the 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 um, the priest that has absconded to capture or kill him. And it's so, thought, well, and I love it how, you know, one of the priests is sitting there and it's the priestess that's, that's standing there. And one is like, okay, so I want him, want you to go and get him, bring him back alive or dead. And she's like, oh, Holy crap. Like alive or dead. Like yeah. we have to just bring out back his corpse. I mean, it Makes you
1: wonder what her relationship is to priest. Yeah, I know. The one thing that did drive me a little bit crazy though, is the priests are marked by a tattoo across their forehead and then down their nose. And if you look closely, the um, uh, one on their nose, the the one on the nose keeps coming and going. It keeps getting I wiped know. off.
0: I saw that. I was so disappointed at that. I was trying to not really focus on that, but yeah, her, hers, and his kept disappearing. Yeah, that was only the that was a continuity that I would have thought someone would have sat there and gone. We have to retouch yeah, the, the makeup nose. department
1: should have been a little more on that one. Yeah,
0: because that's really upsetting because that because it's such a great movie that yeah. you start to focus more on the, the cross on their on their forehead and, and their on their face. Yeah, and that, did, that
1: just kind of bugged
0: me. It did. That really upset me too. But it's like, oh, God. So the priest begins to trek the vampires and they arrive at a vampire reservation and find all the guards are gone. Love that they get there and they go, okay, so this is a reservation because, as we know, all the vampires are sent to re- reservations, but they need to be lo- looked after and kept under guard. But, of course, the guards are gone. So I was like, okay, so where the hell are all the guards? So Priest and Hicks enters the underground hive and finds not the guards now have
1: and, we have we have already gotten to the attack on Jericho?
0: Not yet. We're oh, getting okay.
1: to it. Sorry.
0: We're we're getting we're getting close. Um so they find the guards are all dead, and I love it how Hicks goes, Well, we know what happened to all them. And Hicks is attacked by some familiars, and Priest obviously, you know, he's got a whole lot more skill. He manages to defeat them. And I like it how they get outside and the sun is going down. And one of the familiars is, and you know, priest has already stabbed this guy into the leg with his knife, and
1: he's trying to get him to tell them where where is
0: Lucy, where is the girl? And you know, he's like, "You've got ten ten seconds." seconds. Like,
1: I only need ten seconds.
0: And he looks over, and of course, you know, and Hicks has got a gun, and you know, and as the as you know, priest says, you know, vampires don't move the way that humans move, so you have to basically uh, assume where they're going to be to shoot them to get a kill shot.
1: Okay, now when they were down in the tunnels, yeah, um, the sheriff got hurt on his left shoulder. Yeah, and he was playing, and he and he was dealing with that. in when he came out of the tunnels, um, in the beginning of when they were fighting, and then suddenly he wasn't hurt anymore.
0: Yeah, I know
1: that that was like annoying,
0: but it was interesting because when Priest goes down into the into the hive and you know, into this area, you've got a familiar guarding his master and he goes over cuz he cuz priest is going to kill the master and he puts his hand on the on the coffin to move the 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 coffin being one of the
1: vampires
0: when the vampire master comes, being one yeah, of the vampires yeah. and you know the the other familiar is like no 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 don't 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 bother the master and he's like you know where is the girl and goes and you know the the familiar thinks that he's going to go and kill the master but of course when he when we get outside and the guy says I only need 10 seconds And he's saying to them, you know, he's saying to the priest that, you know, they were gods, they were worshipped, and you drove them out of extinction. You killed them all. The priests killed them all, you know. And and so we do see that this whole um, attack happens where they manage to defeat the vampires. But there is one vampire that just strays and goes away. And because the Hicks is like, we got to go and and hunt him down. And he's like, no, don't worry about it. (laughs) He's going to be dead. He's going to be dead as soon as the sun hits him because, you know, there's no hives anywhere near this place, you know. So we do see that after that happens, we find out that Lucy is being taken west to the Solomir hive, which is the biggest hive that is around the reservation. And an informant tells the Black Hat, because uh, there's an informant that is trying to sell this me- this so-called holy medicine in Jericho. And he's, he's like, you know, oh, well, um, you know, if this is all blessed by the church. This water is blessed by the church. Yeah, and there are so, really so gullible pre- people that are going to yeah, go and priest- buy this stuff.
1: The priest, yeah, it's, it's a throwback to the um, Western movies and the snake oil salesman and his, you know, fabulous. A show. lot of this
0: movie, sort of like, goes it, it, it's on the the cusp of an old Western and a futuristic movie. It doesn't really yeah. know where it wants to. It kind to of sit.
1: reminds me of Aliens versus Cowboys.
0: Thank you. It's it's really on that cusp. You don't yeah. know because you got the snake oil salesman. Trying to sell holy water, but you've got the futuristic motorcycles and priests. So it's like, where are we lying? In this yeah, movie? they
1: they don't quite know their world.
0: No, they've really okay. kept it very, very but, weirdly.
1: Yeah, but priest and, and sheriff come in and sheriff basically runs the snake oil salesman out of town.
0: Yeah. And, and you so see we see him
1: later as an informant to Black Hat. But yeah. while we're stopped, I do want to talk about kind of the theme of the film for a second. Yeah, go for it. So the plot is for is the search for a kidnapped girl who we now know is the niece of the priest who accompanied her, who, who the priest accompanied by her boyfriend, the sheriff, set off to kill the kidnappers, the vampires. Yeah. At one point, the priest says that if the niece is infected, he's going to kill her, to yeah. which the sheriff, the boyfriend slash boyfriend says he will stop him. This is the okay now I'm sorry but if she's been infected by vampires there's no saving her she no. has to die
0: you have to yeah you have to kill her
1: you have to but I get the fact that he loves her and he doesn't want to see her die yeah. so hopefully we get to her before she's infected now this is actually the same premise as the film from 1956 with John Wayne called The Searchers where he says he will kill the niece that he and Jeffrey Hunter are searching for be- for because of her being so long with the Indians, to which Hunter says he will stop him. And in both fr- both films, the priest and John Wayne say, you can try.
0: Oh, okay.
1: But what's also interesting is that this film shares a similar theme to Judge Dredd with Sylvester Stallone.
0: It, it does. I didn't even put this one together.
1: Instead of judges, there are priests. Instead yep. of a hall of justice, there are clergy, and both have high councils. Yeah. Both also feature megacities surrounded by vast wastelands where lawlessness and anarchy ensue, and both feature characters that are part of an establishment that they end up revolting against in order to complete their missions. Carl Urban actually portrayed Judge Dread in Dread from 2012 and Black Hat in Priest.
0: Yeah, I I know the Judge Dredd with so I am the law versus Stallone, um, but I've never seen the other one, which is just Dredd. I yeah. have to I have to find that one because apparently yeah. it's it's rather good. Um, this is why I I say this movie is so like like you know teeters between you know are we a western or are we futuristic? We're not really sure where we're at. So when he yeah. drives him out of out of town, um, or that the snake oil guy out of town, we see that he comes onto the train. And this is where he sits down with, with Black Hat and he says, listen, um, you know, a couple of nights ago, I was trying to peddle my stuff and these this, this sheriff and this priest ran me out of town. And, of course, Black Hat's sitting there because, you know, the guy says, listen, before I give you this information, you've been more than generous to me in that. But, you know, I, I feel that I need some compensation for what I'm going to say. And I love it. how black hat like looks at him and goes, "I can smell your blood running through your veins." And he goes, "Okay, nope, it's okay. I'll, I'll never mind." The- Here's the oh, information. Right. Here's the information. And when he does say, "Because yeah, he's like, it smells like lunch," yeah. And of course, so this is where he, when he does say the priest, you know, black hats like looks up and goes, "Hmm," and he goes, "You've done well." And then all of a sudden, black hat just lunges at him. And bites him and, of course, turns him and then says, okay. Did he now... turn him
1: or did he drain him?
0: No, turned him. Because
1: I got the impression he, he,
0: he no, cause, drained cause him. The la- no, because the last thing that Black Hat says to the other familiar is put him to work. So oh, I missed being, that. Okay. So he's now been turned. So now he's a familiar. Yeah. So we see that priest and Hicks arrives at the hive, which brings flashbacks to the priest of what happened when the priest, the priestess, and black hat went there to try and eradicate the vampires. And he leaves Hicks at the entrance and moves deeper into the hive. And along the way, he finds the priestess, who is actually has been um brought there to bring the priest back. But as, as she says, I'm I'm not here to bring you back. This is what they want, but I'm not I'm not here. But to I'm bring not gonna back. do it.
1: I uh, honestly think she's secretly in love with him.
0: I think so too. It's pretty obvious that she's got a, a really uh, that a they're big, at
1: least very good friends.
0: Very much, but I and think she's, she's
1: missed him because none of the priests were allowed to have contact with each other.
0: No, once it was disbanded, she had she was actually in waste management yeah. and she had to be away from the other priests. So it was almost like the people that you helped create now get the fuck away. Yeah, you're not allowed to. Be, you're not allowed to be in around each other. That's just really wrong.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, because they don't want them doing exactly what the they're two about of them are do. doing.
0: Yeah. yeah. So when they, so then they get to the, when they're in the, the, the hive, they start to battle this hive guardian. And as the priestess says, why would there be a guardian when there's no vampires? Like, what is he protecting? And of course they have this huge battle and Hicks helps kill it. And they track the vampire army. Um, There's like, as they're going up through the hive, there's this enormous hole in the hive wall. And they're like, okay, so this is how the vampires got out. And I love it. How Hick, uh, the, the priest looks at him and goes, So what town is that down there? And Hicks goes, Oh, that's Jericho. This is how they've gotten out of the hive. So we know that Jericho is the one that's gonna be this this town is gonna be attacked. And this is where Black Black Hat's train actually arrives. And Black Hat's army is out to basically kill the inhabitants of Jericho. Decimate
1: the entire town. Decimate
0: the town. Now I don't know. I mean, you'd think to yourself you'd maybe want more familiars. But no, it's now it's now feeding time. This town is gonna to get drained. And priest and, and um really they, they priest is there, the priestess is there, you've got Hicks, but they've also sent out three more priests to try and find where the hell um this priest is gone. So what happened is priest, the other priest and priestess have all disbanded and gone their separate ways, and the other three have gone to Jericho to see if maybe priest is there. And this is where priestess went to the hive because she figured maybe he's going to show up at the hive so I can get a hold of him, but I'm not going to turn him in. I'm not going to kill him. I'm not going to bring him back.
1: She's going to help him.
0: Yeah. So when the attack starts to happen in Jericho, I love it. How the other three priests come upon black hat and black hat turns around and says, brothers, you know, join Join me me. or basically I'm going to fuck you up.
1: Join me or die.
0: Yeah. And unfortunately by the time priest and Hicks and priestess arrives at the town.
1: Okay. Well, there's some stuff before that.
0: okay. Yep. Okay.
1: So the three three priests are squaring off against Black Hat. Yep. And the middle one is a little Asian guy who, of course, starts going into, like, all the martial arts and everything. And, okay, I've never understood. If you're standing, like, 100 meters away or 100 feet away from somebody, Mm. why would you waste all of the energy doing the gymnastics and the whatever's? getting to them wouldn't you wait until you're a little bit closer yeah
0: i've i've always wanted that myself i don't know whether it's like a here's how big my dick is and i want to show you
1: i have that's, a feeling that's more what that's it is, is really is what it is trying for an intimidation factor but anyway
0: black hat sitting there and he's like he's got his hand out going come on
1: come on yeah, yeah he does he looks he puts his hand and he does that little finger wave thing like eep, eep. <laughs> yeah come come on um and so he does and as soon as he gets to black hat black hat just reaches out and it it looked like he just shoved him in the chest and he went flying. Like
0: a force push.
1: Yeah. And then you realize he's actually ripped his che- his heart out of his chest.
0: Yeah. And, and he's it's holding that- his his Yeah, because the, the priest actually falls down onto the ground and then goes to sit up and goes, oh, fuck. My heart's gone. Yeah. And then yeah. Like he goes again.
1: Exactly. And so the other two come and then the next scene is basically the two of them up on giant crosses and they're about to have fire lit under them.
0: No, you never got to see that. But was that that a hidden secret that we didn't see?
1: I don't. Well, I know there's a continuity error where there's supposed to be a fire lit right up on him and it licks his shoes and then it shows another thing and is like 10 feet around him and nowhere near him. Oh. So there's another continuity error there.
0: Okay. We never saw that. But
1: when the town of Jericho, and and during this, there's music playing and he's just like, it's like he's conducting the chaos to the music. And it's a record playing because we see the record player. And it's Mozart's Requiem is playing, which is an appropriate piece of music for this. Hell yeah. It's specifically at the movement called Tuba miram when the attack itself begins the vinyl record skips forward and the des irae music plays now while it's an effective moment in the film and a very appropriate piece of music if a record skipped forward from the tuba miram it would not land on des irae because the because des irae comes before tuba miram on the on the um record
0: oh and it skipped
1: Mm-hmm. and it skipped forward
0: not backwards right see
1: it skip forward
0: yeah you do see that and this scene is very reminiscent to the movie 30 days of night which is another vampire movie where the vampires go into that the
1: george Clooney? no i'm thinking of no different... 30 days of
0: night is, is the the um the vampires go up to barrel in um uh alaska and because it suffers 30 days of night the oh yeah i've been to there. alaska
1: it's true hmm.
0: And there is a scene in that movie where it's shot from above, so you can see the vampires attacking the townspeople, and there's a main vampire walking through as the attacks are happening. So it's very reminiscent of that yeah. scene. And um, there's
1: not a lot of really original stuff in this
0: movie. No, in this movie it isn't. They've ta- they've they've picked it, they've picked it apart very much to other parts of the movie. But the funny thing is that this the movie Priest actually happened before Thirty Days of Night. So you think to yourself that Thirty Days of Night took this from priest it would have been it would have had to have it would have had to have because there's no way in hell that priest would have actually done um 30 days and night at all but you can see there's definitely some um aspects of it so we do see that um when priest and hicks and priestess arrive obviously the town's deserted and the other priests have been crucified and of course we realize that the vampires are heading towards cathedral city and it's at this stage that
1: which is where the the priest started yeah this
0: journey from and as as priestess said it wasn't the fact that they were trying to attack this town they were drawing us out away from the city because so now they they're could go us. into the big city yeah because yeah. the only people they're going to be able to uh, be able to look after and protect the city are the priests yeah now they're gone There's because nobody. the
1: Seniors aren't going to be able to do oh, it. Sure,
0: they're crazy. not going to do it. no because they are the ones that actually um, found the pre- the people that have got this gift of being able to hunt vampires. Yeah. So now you've got the train that is now heading towards um the city. So I was like, oh, holy crap! So they need to go and stop the vampires and obviously rescue Lucy in the process. We realise that Lucy is still in trouble. So um, yeah, we kind of forget about her. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay. So on the way in the train, Hicks learns that Lucy is the priest's daughter. We didn't know this because we thought that Owen was her father. Yeah. But we find out that usually what happens is the clergy comes to children at a young age when they uh, identify their ability, very much similar to you know Jedi's, and they find that they've got a special ability, and they take the pre- the church takes them under their wing and develops them as a warrior to look after.
1: Yeah. Assistants. So the the female priest was taken in as a as child. A child. But the male priest, Paul Betney's character, um, came in obviously much later in life.
0: And he already had a daughter.
1: Yep. He and- was he was married to Shannon. Shannon and had the, had Lucy, and then his ability was discovered. So he left his family in the care of his brother.
0: Yeah. And that then in turn ended up by dissolving that marriage. Shannon and marries Owen. So he really finds out that because the clergy took him. Because, because Hicks said you know to priestess, you know are you guys and it's a, it's a common thing. are you guys allowed to have relations? And she's like, no, we are celibate. And she and he she said, so I've never experienced that. And he goes, what about you know priest? And she goes, his sacrifice is much greater because he already had those experiences before becoming right. a priest. His sacrifice so, is
1: much greater. Yeah. yeah,
0: because my sacrifice I've never known. So I don't don't know that it, it, I've never missed it. He misses it because he's, his sacrifice is much greater because they yeah, discovered okay. him later. So yeah, but we do find out that now the reason that he is so hell bent on finding Lucy is that he's not going after his niece. He's going after his daughter. So we find that Priest and Hicks gets on these really cool radical motorcycles to get onto the train and Priestess drives ahead of the train to blow the, the tracks to make sure that it stops the train. Cause there's only one stop after Jericho cathedral city. This train is barreling towards cathedral city with no priest to defend it whatsoever. So, right. on, so on top of the train, because priest manages to get on top of the train, black cat confronts priest and tells him how he became a human vampire. We didn't even know this was possible, but in the, the opening of the movie where he is attacked by vampires and dragged back into the hive, He's put onto like a, it's almost like a concrete altar and he's being fed on by other vampires. But when the queen arrives, shoots the rest of the vampires away, she actually slits her arm and and gives him the blood of her, which in turn makes him a vampire.
1: So this, this is, this is uh, Black, Hat. Black
0: Hat. Yeah. Black Hat became a vampire only by feasting on the blood of the queen. And now we find out that because this has happened, Black Hat is now way stronger than Priest. Like any attack that you're going to launch, at I mean, he's faster. He can anticipate a lot quicker. But it, but his strength is ten times more than Priest. So Priest is really up against it. It's like you know he's got no chance. Of course, the Priestess fights off familiars on motorcycles, and they've jumped off the back of a train, uh, like in a in a um. A cargo hold. You see all these motorcycles jump off. There's like six or seven of them come out, and they're attacking Priestess to try and make sure that she doesn't get because she's got way ahead of the train, and yeah. they know that she's going to blow the tracks. Yeah. That's the only way that's going to stop this whole thing. Um, but, of course, say the priestess is fighting um, all these cars and motorcycles. But as she's fighting them, we realize that, okay, well, you're fighting, say, six at once. There's still one missing. Where is he? We find out that one of them has destroyed the detonators for the explosives. So she's put all the explosives on the tracks. The detonator was in the center. And can't explode them. No. So she's like, oh, shit. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? There's some really great action in this one as well. Yeah. So Hicks fights his way um, through the vampires and finds Lucy. And of course, Priest join priest joins him after being attacked on the train by um, black Hat. Cause at one stage black hat throws him off the train and it's like, Oh, he's fallen to his death. He's no longer around, but he manages to, to grab a hold of underneath the train and punches his way through the, the bottom of the train to get into where Hicks is at this stage. Now-
1: I'd also like to point out that there was a point where Black Hat and Priest were fighting on the top of the train. Yep. And Black Hat threw him through a vent on yes. the, into one of the cars. But when they do a an above shot of the train, there are no vents on the top of the train.
0: Yeah, of course there's not. <laughs> I, still like this. I still like this movie. I really do.
1: There's some of the continuity errors are a lot. I know.
0: Yeah. yeah. So Black Hat comes into where they're holding Lucy and Lucy tries to defend herself, but Black Hat's way too strong. Priest goes to attack him. He's knocked, he's knocked back. Of course, poor old Hicks is knocked off the train. And of course, Hicks finds a motorcycle and gives chase. And of course, Black Hat goes up against Priest once again. And Priest just cannot get a hold of this guy. You just cannot stop him. And there is a uh, priest has got this, this crucifix that's got a knife at the, at the base of the crucifix. I just
1: realized that black cat can go in the sun.
0: Yeah. He can also look at himself in a, in a, uh, in a yeah, mirror. So
1: he's more like a familiar rather than anything else. He's like a really strong familiar.
0: Yeah. But he's sort of like the, Almost like I mean he's not the queen of the uh, he's, he's not like the, the, the head vampire. familiar. Yeah, but he's but he's a vampire
1: because the va- because the queen her- herself turned him, so he has probably extra powers and strength other oh, than the familiars.
0: Yeah, he's way more powerful than priest. Um and he ends up by nailing priest to the wall with this crucifix and then starts to set him on fire. He throws the fire onto the ground. And of course,
1: oh that's we- the fire bit that I was yeah. talking about, yeah.
0: And this is where where um uh black hat. Grabs a hold of Lucy and jumps through the skylight to get out of the to get out of the box car that's now on fire. So I was like, "Okay, this is where. How is he going to get out of this one?" But we see further down the track that Priestess has armed the the explosives and, and put has put it onto a motorcycle and starts driving a motorcycle towards the train. So I was like, "Well, we know what's going to happen because it, it's, at one stage she's driving towards the train. She sets it to basically um, like cruise control." you know now she's standing yeah. on the on the on the handlebars and on the seat you know what she's going to do she's going to dr- jump off jump. so the so the um, motorcycle hits the front of the train and blows the train up which is obviously it's never where well, you can see it, you can see it happening so priest manages to arm himself with a special cross and throws it at black hat and of course he rescues lucy and priestess is driving towards the train and jumps out just the, at the right moment where the motorcycle hits the front of the train and just explodes the shit out of the train, and we see that also that Black Hat has been standing on the top of the uh, on the top of the train, and is just engulfed by flames. So we know that, yep. Okay, so he
1: was. We know he was taken care of.
0: He's been incinerated for sure, and luckily Hicks arrives just the last, at the last moment, and he finds Priest holding Lucy, and she realizes that Priest is her father, and even Priestess has arrived, which has survived the the uh, the explosion. So it's like, okay, cool. So we've actually got two out of the seven that went off to go and get priest. Of course, the last scene we see, and I really love this last scene. Priest returns to the church and they're in the middle of mass. And once again, you've got armed guards in the middle of mass. So obviously everyone has to attend. And the Monsignor is standing there about to do the blood of Christ and says, you know, how dare you walk into this, this sacred area? And he doesn't say arrest him. He just says, how dare you? And you see that priest is carrying a bag and he reaches into the bag and he pulls out the head of a vampire and throws it towards the Monsignor. And he goes, if you want to know where there's more of those, it's on the outskirts of town on a, on the train that's exploded and is on fire where the tracks are. And I love it how the Monsignor still sits there and goes, there is no vampire menace. And it's like, so where the hell did I bring this head from? Yeah. Did I keep it in, in the fridge just to make sure that I've got one <laughs> on, on hand, think, please? And so Aurelius declares that the war was, it's just not, hap- it just, it's it's not possible. There's no vampires. But then he finally realizes that the, maybe the war is just beginning. And of course, this is where you see that the priest rejoins priestess in the hunt for the vampires. And this is where I always wanted them to continue on with the movie. Because she says, we're gonna meet up at this rendezvous, and because as when when priest is walking out, when he throws the the head to the uh, of, of the vampire to the to the Monsignor, he says, "Okay, this is where it is." Oh, and by the way, the Queen was not with them, which means that the, the Queen is still somewhere, and we're gonna go and try and find where the hell the Queen is because we had a train full of vampire larvae, like it, they they burst out of their sacks and they were ready to go. Yeah. So there is a mass production of vampires somewhere. We don't know where it is. So the last shot we see is Priest and Priestess riding off into the wasteland. The movie goes black, and that is the end of Priest, which I I realize. Are they gonna make a sequel?
1: Well, tentative plans for any sequel were quickly abandoned when the film flopped at the box office.
0: Oh so no, sorry. God damn it. I really wish they had actually made a sequel to this movie because it really it leaves it, it leaves there it on are a, a lot of questions
1: that you'd like to see answered.
0: I'd like to know where they're going. Are they? You know, would they? Are they going to hunt the queen down? Has she made more vampires? It's just like we want. I want more. This movie is good enough that I want more priest. But obviously, because it flopped at the box office with only fourteen percent Rotten Tomato and forty six percent enjoyment of the uh, audience, yeah. obviously, it's not going to happen. But on a scale of zero to five movie reels, zero being "how do I get the last ninety-six minutes of my life back," to five it was a perfect movie and I'd watch it all over again. What would you give this movie?
1: Probably a solid three. I
0: knew you were going to say that. (laughs) I just had that feeling it was going to be a solid three because of all the continuity errors. Um, Look, I like this movie and well, that that, and it it
1: was okay. It was interesting, but it wasn't something that I'd want to watch like immediately. No,
0: I, I I would give it. Look, I would. I mean, I gave the last one a four there's a, the curse of La Llorona. I, I was I, I'm going to stick with four. I actually really did enjoy this movie. It's never been a movie that I've sat there and gone, ah, I'm just going to watch it because I I genuinely have got this on my collection and I do enjoy sitting and watching. um yeah. Priest. I actually think this story is very well done. I think the animation at the beginning is great. I think the premise of it is good. I it, it gives you a different um look on vampires rather than being the sophisticated you know interview with a vampire or you know the vampires we all know and love it just gives you a different aspect of these are just obviously they're sightless creatures but these are sightless just you know killers and that's what makes the vampire so different and this is what makes the um the familiars so different because the familiars have been turned but they've turned almost into an opaque white um they still got their their they know they know right from wrong i mean when they go to nightshade and the you know the guy's cutting the heads off the chicken and they're they're on on the chickens and they're just draining the blood for the masters and he's like you know we keep to ourselves you wanted us in reservations we're in reservations they've turned us into you know into familiars we're just i mean and, and even even hicks says at one stage the people come here to get infected they want to be familiars to vampires they want to look after the vampires so you can see it's a di- it's not it's it's a different aspect of the way that the vampire law is but i've, I've always in, i've always enjoyed this movie i've always yeah. thought it was a great movie so yeah, i thought
1: i mean i like i honestly though i i really like paul bettany i love carl urban yeah and i feel that they were kind of wasted
0: Carl Urban really needed more screen time. Yeah, he was. He was. was, wasted he, was in this. he was very, very. Um, you believed him when he just had that look on his face, like he's going to kill somebody, or just he. He was. It was just very menacing. Like the, I'm, I'm,
1: go- I'm counting on it. Yeah, when he's talking to Lucy. That was creepy. Which yeah, was he awesome. had
0: a he had a great look as a vampire.
1: Yeah, he surprisingly plays a good bad guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I but, I, I, but would I just
1: agree. I feel the talent in this film was really just not utilized.
0: No, it's almost like they were they they didn't say to the actors we're going to let you off the leash. What yeah. they were saying is we're going to keep you confined in a box. You can't go outside that box. So don't extend your range any further. We want yeah. you where we are. And I think that, that Carl Urban and Paul Bentley they 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 should or, or Bentley, Bentley. They Bettany. should have really um been allowed to explore, go further out because their their presence on screen you can't help but not watch them. They are that good. And when yeah. they face off against each other, you know, there, there is Carl Urban saying or Black Hat saying, you know, hey, you got one or two choices. You either join me or I'm going to fuck you up. Yep. And when he goes, when they go to run towards each other, you see the Black Hat goes to run. And as he runs, he literally pushes some of the steel up against the the um, the um train as he goes to take off because he's that powerful. Yeah. And it's like you're going to fight against someone that is basically invincible. But priest still wants to go at him, and it's like it's just it's a great way that they did this. I was very impressed with this movie. So yeah, yeah it was good. If you really want to see a great movie, by all means, go and watch Priest. It's you're not going it's to be good. It's not, not great. be disappointed. I mean, look, I say, I from my own personal opinion, I think it's a great movie. Cat okay, it says it's good. I think it's a great movie. You're not going to be disappointed in watching it. You're not going to sit there and wonder where time's going. It it moves very well. The storyline flows very well. When priest finally breaks his vows, that's where the movie really starts to pick up. And but it but that animation at the beginning really shows you the how it was between the humans and the vampires, why we got to this point, and what's happened with with the priests. But yeah, yeah it's a great movie. I like this one. So no, nope, I enjoyed it. Yep. So on that note, because cats <laughs> tuning out right now. We are going to I'm say sorry, it's
1: lunchtime and I'm hungry.
0: I'm sorry. We're going to say thank you very much for once again for coming to visit us at the Home Class Movie Chat. Remember, if you want to like and subscribe to our channels, that would be awesome. Anywhere you listen to, you can like and subscribe to us. So whenever you, we've got a new episode drops, you'll be the first to know that. So hit that little notification button to say, ah, oh, they've dropped another one. We better go and listen to it. But if you want to give us a rate and review on any of your listening platforms, we would greatly appreciate it because when people are looking for movie um, reviews, they'll come up against come up to us and yep. like, oh wow, well, home class movie chat. There's something I haven't heard. And we do a gamut of different movies. And because we're going into the creepy season of October. Yes. And then we get into December. It's Christmas. We'll probably have some Christmas movies. We're getting into October. There's going to be some scary movies coming up. And if you want to continue with the scary movie theme, please come over to the Horror Crypt podcast where I do wall-to-wall horror. But if you don't like that and you like the the icky stuff. Yes. But if you don't like that and you love The Big Bang Theory, then come over to our other podcast we do, which is the Perpetual Motion Squad, where we sit and talk about all things Big Bang Theory, because we are Big Bang super fans. So if you want to super the- Yep. So if you want to l- listen to that, come and listen to that on the Perpetual Motion Squad. Because we can go night, baby.
1: We can go all night, baby. baby. So if there's but if there's anything that you'd like to see us cover on this uh podcast, just email us at
0: Hello at homeclassmoviechat.com. Yeah, reach and- out to us.
1: And we'd be, and we'd love to, if there's a movie that maybe we don't know about, we'd love to do it.
0: Yeah. Give us some suggestions, everyone, because we'd really love to have some, you know, um, listener in you know, engagement. And, you know, if there is a movie that you'd genuinely like us to, to watch and review, please, by all means, reach out to us, give us the suggestion. We will definitely go and watch it and we will definitely review it. Yep. And that will be your um, episode for the, yep, for the week. Absolutely. So, yeah. So that in that in saying that we are all done for this episode of Priest. Okay. I enjoyed this movie.
1: Yeah, this was it was, it was all right. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was better than I thought it was going to be.
0: Yeah. But maybe next week I was thinking I've got I've just watched the movie which we all know and love Lethal Weapons so I might be reviewing Lethal Weapon uh, I mean Kat will definitely be with us but she kind of fell asleep in the 5:15. Oh, 15 don't tell minutes. them
1: that. Because she
0: was a bit tired. So I might be doing this but she's definitely going to be here to talk about lethal weapons you might even watch it before we see it again (laughs) maybe yeah we'll see how we go but we're we're probably going to do that and we've got another 80s movie coming up very soon which will probably be um St. Elmo's Fire which is a very very good movie movie. yeah we're going to do that one because that one actually deserves to be done Um, yeah it does and it's that good a movie so yeah we're going to do those ones so stick with us everyone we are we've got movies coming up that i'm sure you're going to love and adore but as i said if you want to reach out to us and want us to do a movie by all means let us know
1: okay so i'll bring the popcorn and the drinks you bring the candy and we'll see you at the movies
0: see you everyone